The LGBTQ plus board I made at our school. It's not perfect, but it's a start to having more inclusivity for all people occupying this space. Technically, a gender-affirming piercing can be any piercing that you get that affirms your gender. Think of, you know, earlobe piercings for women. But when a lot of people say this term, they're referring specifically to piercings that help with bottom dysphoria for trans people. The specific piercings that I got are inner labes. A lot of transmasculine people will get these piercings and get them done at a large gauge and wear big heavy jewelry in it and it can emulate balls. And when you're wearing this type of jewelry in these piercings, it can affect the way that you have to sit and stand and walk in a way that makes your body language appear more masculine. A lot of people also just find it really affirming to have that physical weight there. If you want to hear more about what my experience getting these piercings was like and what they're like so far for me, go to the next video. Hi, my name is Mark and I use he, him pronouns. You've probably noticed that more and more people are stating their preferred pronouns when they introduce themselves in social conversations, in classrooms, in the workplace, in their email signatures, and on social media. The reason is simple. There is a range of gender identities beyond male and female. In English, many use he, him, or she, her pronouns, but a growing number of people are using different pronouns like they, them, ze, them, ze, here, her, hers, and am. These are called gender-neutral pronouns. They don't specify the gender of the subject of the sentence, and they exist because you can't assume someone's gender just by looking at them. Words matter, and they are powerful tools to convey meaning and connect more deeply with one another. Making incorrect assumptions about someone's gender, that's a microaggression that could be hurtful for individuals who identify with certain communities, such as transgender or queer communities. So, what's the best way to be sure you're using the right pronouns? Just ask. Asking for and using someone's preferred pronouns show respect and help create an inclusive environment.
slowly but surely been identifying less and less with she, her, hers, which were my pronouns for years. And for a while I was like, I guess they, them, theirs, whatever worked for me. But I've realized that we're all so inherently connected that what makes me feel most validated is when I and when others use us and ours and we. Like, I love that for us. Like, instead of I love that for you, like, I love that for us. And things like that, you know what I mean? It makes me feel really happy. And as often as I can, I strive to use collective pronouns. <laughs> when referring to one person, if you didn't feel comfortable calling them we or us, because whatever you were saying specifically did not include you, you would likely use they, them, unless you had some other pronoun that you felt called to use. I personally um, utilize she, they, we, us. Um, I feel very val validated when utilizing collective pronouns, but I also recognize that they won't work for everyone because not everyone is on that collective level of consciousness yet. Um, so in the time being, whatever pronouns call to you to use with me specifically, um, I, I accept all of them, whatever, pretty much. At this point, I um, just want myself and others to feel respected <laughs> and jenna you've said you feel that this is a targeted attack what do you mean when you say that um this that same school board member is currently going around right now trying to well along with you know the whole what desantis is doing trying to get rid of all basically diversity elements out of schools completely like they're trying to strip individuality and diversity to fit one common agenda and it's ruining everything it's not what America stands for. I think let's let our viewers listen to what that parent said um, that complained uh, about you doing this in, in a recent school board meeting. Here it is. It is not a teacher's job to impose their beliefs upon a child. Religious, sexual orientation, gender identity, any of the above. But allowing movies such as this assist teachers in opening a door. And please hear me. They assist teachers in opening a door for conversations that have no place in our classrooms. We had played that for the viewers in the introduction, but I just want to give you a chance to respond. Yeah, so that's what she's missing and what these parents are missing is they're not in the school system. That that just shows me that she's ignorant and has not come and volunteered at all. Because our, these conversations, these doors, they're open. These students have one-to-one -one devices. The amount of things that they're able to pull up that we have to shut down, they, they, these conversations, these doors that she's talking about, that's telling, telling me I'm stripping her rights as a parent, those rights are gone when your child's in the public school system because there are students talking about these things. It's where they get 90% of their socialization for the day. And we can't shut down every conversation every child has. Thank you for being with us this morning. Keep so, us posted. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I pay attention to the news lately, and my life is going really great, but unfortunately there's a lot of people, trans people, trans youth, who are really suffering right now and need our support. Like, this bill in Mississippi is absolutely appalling to me. The fact that the government is overstepping its bounds. Like, the government does not have any right to legislate your gender identity. So if you're trans youth, if you're a trans adult, don't detransition, don't hide, don't be, be as out there and as bold as you possibly can be without necessarily jeopardizing your own safety. I'm not saying you should do 
be safe, but like we need to stand up and tell the government what for because this is absolute bullshit. Uh, don't detransition. If you're a medical provider, do everything you can to not obey the laws. These are unjust laws. They have no right to be existing, and the moral thing to do is to break them in whatever way possible. Like I'm, there's parts of me that want to do things that I can't say on here to people that are doing this to people, and it really makes me so sad and this this the only thing that i hate in life is imposing suffering onto other people who don't deserve it because i know what that fucking feels like so i'm sorry for the late night rambling ranting video and i know i try to make a lot of positive uplifting content on here but like it does have to be addressed and uh, there's a, i tagged um content creators in here go sign the petition in josh's bio uh go follow them too for gay news and stand up. Do whatever it takes. March in the streets. I'm going to be going on a countrywide tour, and I'm going to be wearing the trans flag as a cape, and I'm taking pictures in front of every Capitol building. In fact, I'm going to get me a couple of just so that I can protect myself, because I am not going anywhere. Like, I will fucking die on this hill, literally. I will give my life for the trans community. I, we're never going away. You will not win. It's impossible. We're unstoppable. They're scared. They're running. They're trying to legislate us out of existence because they know that they're losing this fight. I love you. Stay strong. Certainly don't take yourself out. That's what they want. We will get through this together. That's probably